could say we are standing on holy ground. There are angels all around. How many believe that? Amen. Amen. Give me the same key, brother. Maybe lower it a bit. One. We are standing on holy ground, and I know that there are angels all around. Heavenly Father God, 
Father Lord, we are grateful this morning to be able to gather in this fashion, O Lord. Father God, to come and hear from your word, O Lord. Father God, we look around us, O God, and we see the world. Father God, going one way, O God. But, O God, you chose us to be here today, O Lord, to come and rejoice and to celebrate, O God, your resurrection, O Lord. Father God, for, O Lord, if it had not been for, the, for this day, O God, where would we have been, O God? What would have been, O God? Father God, because of Calvary, O God, we can experience your mercy and your grace this morning, O Lord. Father God, we say thank you now, O God. Father Lord, we pray this morning, O God, come and circumcise our ears and our hearts, O God, to receive your word, O God. Father God, may your word, O God, move from seat to seat, from heart to heart, O Lord. Father God, and may we be changed by your presence this morning, O Lord. Father Lord, we come, O God, and we pray, O God, humbly, Lord, empty us so that you can fill us with you today, O God. O Lord, we pray now, O Lord, for the song leader, O God, as he leads us in songs, O Lord. Father, let us create the right atmosphere, O Lord. Father God, so that you can share with us this morning, O Lord. We pray for your word, O God. Father God, to come and manifest itself in our hearts this morning, O Lord. Father, the minister that will, Father God, bring your word, O God. Hide him behind the old rugged cross this morning, we pray, O God. Father, we pray your blessing over this, Father God, this meetings this weekend, O God. Father God, may we, O God, just, Father God, just take us a step closer, Lord, unto perfection this morning, we pray, O Lord. Father God, for the rest of the meetings, we pray, O God, bless us, O God, and just gather us, O God, in the old-fashioned ways, O God. Father God, as we, we believe, O God, like your prophet taught us, only believe, O God. May we leave this place, O God. Father God, believing, O God, that, O Lord Jesus Christ raised up, O God, so that we have victory over sickness, O God. Father God, that we'll have victory, O God, over everything devil this morning oh lord father god and we thank you for that oh lord we pray now lord come and have your way oh god come and have preeminence in this meeting in jesus name we pray amen amen just greet the brother next to you and say welcome in the house of the lord you've made the right decision to take this long weekend and spend it in the house of the lord and uh, There's a song that we're going to sing. This means um, our destination is not of this earth, but is in eternity. Amen. Did I do the right translation? Amen. I Oh, oh, oh. 
represents a bit of starch. Can we say hallelujah? Okay. So, umaiti azula zule afune yoto elasigile masil. And it means he went around looking for the last sheep that was lost in the fields. So, what normally happens, masiti azula zule, you don't say azula zule. You move around. There's, there's space. There's still some space. You see, the trustees and the deacons, they got us a bigger venue because we wouldn't be necessarily be able to do that uh, next door. So let us let us utilize it to the fullest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
beautiful songs of Zion. Amen. We're going to sing a song that says we stand and lift up our hands for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then the elders of the church will can collect the offerings from the children of God.
We stand and lift up our hands. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now. How great, how awesome is He. We stand and lift up our hands.
greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, a great pleasure indeed this morning while Brother Mushabi is coming just to say a word of prayer for the offerings. Let's close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, this morning we'd like to thank you for this opportunity, Father, just to gather in this fashion, Father, just to worship you, Father. Our hearts are yearning to hear from you this morning, Father. And we believe that this morning, Father, like your words say, where two or three are gathered in your name, you will be here with them, Father. This morning, Father, we believe that you are here in this place, Father. We don't believe, Father, that you are working in any other place than this one, Father. And we believe, Father, that as your word will come down from your throne this morning, Father, it will touch our hearts, Father. We will not be the same as we came in, Father, but, Father, we will be a changed being, Father. We would have moved a step further, Father, because, Father, we realize that... The these days, Father, the devil has raised his standard, Father. Even you, Father, you have raised your standard in your children, Father. And we believe that, Father, as long as you are with us, Father, we are more than conquerors, Father. And this morning, Father, here are your children, Father. They just giving this morning in tithes and offering, Father. May you please bless them, Father. And even those who are not able to give, Father, you are the one who knows the reason why they couldn't, Father. Even this morning, Father, as we worship you, Father, may you please, Father, bless the proceedings that's going to happen this morning. We pray, believing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, we may be seated. So officially, we, we welcome you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if it happens that you are a visitor, we, we really appreciate your presence this morning. Um, and we, we are glad to have you around. And then um, not uh, much uh, at the back there, we've got restrooms and we reserve them for the sisters. And then when you go out on my right-hand side, and then you go into the building, there are also restrooms there for both brothers and the sisters. So the sisters, they can use the ones um, at the back, or else they can go on my right-hand side, enter into the building. There are also restrooms for both brothers and sisters. So, um, so we reserve them all for the sisters at the back there. So siazwan. Reakwana. Okay, no realivuha, mudimuale shofaje. And then I think the rest we will will communicate um when time goes on. But uh now without the waste of time, I think we need to welcome our pastor. Let us just sing a song, brother. While the pastor will be coming. Father, we adore you. We lay our lives before, before you.
Are you hip in the building? Just turn around and say to your neighbor, it's good to see you here. Maybe for the last time, say to your neighbor, I, I hope my amen won't irritate you. I'll just be happy for the wait. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How many are happy for Easter? Amen. He, he died for us. Amen. And rose again. Ah, so we are very much happy. Just take your seats for a while. Uh, we've got uh, Pastor Asamoa from Ghana. If you can stand up. Amen. We are happy to have you. When we say mitas in your language, we say thank you. Mitas. How do we say thank you in your language? Midas. Midas. Is there no even Ghanaian? Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Hey, brother Oliphant is back. Amen. So, Sister Oliphant is not here. They, they are expecting. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I hope I haven't break, broken the seal. Amen. Amen. Then Pastor Salem arrived as well. Amen. Yeah. He's, 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 you know he's our friend. Amen. I'm glad to to see him here. He was struggling with the visa. Uh, almost went to Zuma's office. Amen. But if you allow your friends the computers to land, 
ngathi uyabomuvumela abangani bakho bakagupha ukuthi behle ngendiza yabo. Why don't you allow our minister to lend us? Yingane ungamvumeli umshumayeli wethu ahle ngendiza nayo. So I'm glad he's around. Ngiyabonga kakhulu ukuthi ukhona. Then uh, another friend of ours. Futhi omunye wabangani bethu. Amen Pastor Babes. Umelo so babes. Amen. Hey, we, we really love this man of God. Pastor Amoa has got the wife that he's got his family. If they can stand up. Oh, the little one is out. God bless you, sister. Midas. Amen. Then uh, Sister Eunice, the wife to Pastor Babes is around. Where is she if she can stand up? Oh, there she walked in. Amen. She walked in at the right time. God bless Sister Eunice. Amen. They are together with the girls. Amen. So we thought a. Uh, uh, Brother Babes will be the first one to shoot the rocket this morning. Amen. How many are happy? Amen. Let, let's thank you our feet. Amen. God bless you, Brother Philip. Let's let's just sing. Where's Brother Mutuguzi? Oh, you've got yours there. Maybe we can say, what's, what's a good song that we can welcome the man of God? If it's in your heart, just bring it. Amazing. And just as said, uh, I think they will welcome in the second service. I think there are different assemblies here. I'll welcome you in the second service. But in the meantime, you are welcome until such time we welcome you. It's all our convention. Amen. God bless you. Tonight's lighthouse is Imalacheni Convention. Lighthouse Convention. Let's relax and have a good time in the presence of the Lord. with expectation. It's dangerous to go to the service without expectation. Mm-hmm. I think your desire should be fill me up, Lord. After the convention, let it be a closer walk with you. Amen. I hope that's the desire of everyone in the building. Amen. Let's come up with it. Amen. Amazing grace How sweet the sound I once was
Batata, my Bible, wait. We go to the book of First Samuel, chapter number four. In what in the Samuel book, Allah is that for four. Before we observe all protocols, hmm. okay, maybe let's to save time, let's skip chapter four and we go to chapter five. It's a story we all know. Chapter 5, verse 2. Chapter 5, verse 2. It's a story we all know. Chapter 5, verse 2. Chapter 5, verse 2. And again, we go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 6. Verse Samuel, chapter 5. What is that Let's start from verse 1. Let me continue down. And when they raised early on the morning, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face again to the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon, both palms and his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. For a short opening message, I was hoping the man of God, Pastor Salem, would uh, do the honors of opening the meetings. Yeah. 
But then, supposedly the Lord worked it this way. For a short inspirational message, please say after me, Dagon must fall. Dagon must fall. Please turn around and say to your neighbor, neighbor, Dagon must fall. And the bride must stand. The end time Dagons. Your personal Dagons. Must fall. This weekend. <laughs> Do we love the Lord this morning? My warrior, great in battle, Jehovah. Mighty warrior, mighty warrior, great in battle, great in battle, Jehovah is your, can you sing it from your heart? Mighty warrior, mighty warrior, you are mighty warrior, great. Jehovah You are mighty warrior Mighty warrior Great in battle Jehovah Is your Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we this morning report for duty. We come, Lord, not with our abilities, but only with availability. Father, may we demonstrate the greatest gift this morning, and it is to get out of the way that Christ may have preeminence. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you, it be you that just feeds your bride again. Father, that we may find the program of God again in this hour. Hide us behind the cross, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray that you come, Lord, and uh, meet us upon every point of need. No weapon formed against these meetings shall prosper. Father, this is uh, normally a hotel, but because of our presence here as a bride, we declare this place holy ground. And the blood of Jesus Christ shall sanctify, purify this building, Lord, for your service over this weekend. We pray that, oh God, you will just come and, almighty God, and open the word. The prophet says that we got uh, fingers to turn the pages of the Bible, but it takes the Holy Spirit to open the word, Lord. Amen. Father, it is our heart's desire that Christ may continue to be unfolded in our lives, Lord, and uh, to be born in us, Lord, at birth of Jesus Christ, Lord. We pray that you... Bless the proceedings of the weekend, the direction, give us a word, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. 
we may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We will read the other scripture later. Let me take the opportunity to humbly salute the bride of Jesus Christ in this part of the world in that precious, powerful, matchless name of Jesus Christ. That name deserves a better amen. Wherever we are, we need to announce our presence so that the devil may take the nearest exit. (laughs) Amen. We are very humbled by this great responsibility to be invited by the men of God, the host, my friend, Pastor Madiba. We uh, want us to uh, celebrate his uh, vision and leadership by putting our hands together for Pastor Madiba. I salute you and your family. Since the last time we were together in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, where time is no more, (laughs) it's only eternity. We also bring humble salutations, Pastor. Humble fellowship in Naisna. From the man of God, Pastor Joseph. The other ministers that you know. And also, Pastor Madiba happens to be a friend of our friends. We saw him last, Pastor Ronnie Monakali. He also sends greetings. Want to also acknowledge and recognize the presence of the other men of God in our midst. In particular, Pastor Salem from DRC Congo. God bless you, sir. It's a humbling honor to have such giants in our midst. So, so I'm only a spare wheel <laughs> here to fill in the gap between the men of God who will be ministering of us over the weekend. Are you in expectation for the word? I also want to thank the Lord that uh, I did not come alone. I came with your friend here, Brother Oliphant. Who, who came with, uh, together with our kids. And also, my other half is here, sister, the one and only. <laughs> This, like, this time, I'm not going to say she's my 
God is the pastor already um, introduced him. Amen. Down from the south, southern Cape. He's actually resting around, relaxing around because we've let him work a lot there. So he's just resting around. Suppose also he's been in Pretoria and so on. So I thought we would just come and introduce him also to Pastor Madiba. The Lord mightily used him down there amongst us. You hear more about this over the weekend. We also want to, before we go to the thought and the word, want to ask your prayers because one of the things that Mfunsi Madiba has asked depending on the leading of the spirit is for us to over the weekend share the prison testimony Amen. Amen. Now you do know that uh, it is uh, not just uh, out of excitement or out of ourselves that we'll share the testimony. We do it on request. Also by being led by the Spirit. Because we do not want to make any personal experience a, a standard. The word is the standard. The ark. However, there are conditions and situations that the Lord permits in our lives. Situations for revelation. So that God can reveal himself to us. Manifest himself that we may know him much deeper and much better. There are times that the enemy would think he has uh, released his last blow. There are times that the enemy would think that he has buried you. But rest assured that at times the enemy is the tool in God's hand. Amen. Amen. 
Because if the devil thinks he's bearing you by that trial or situation or condition, the best thing you can do to a seed is to bury the seed. <laughs> so if the enemy thinks he's bearing you by some testings and situations or condition, it might be health challenges, it might be financially, it might be any kind of test. The devil is a defeated loser. You are a seed. And the seed is bound to serve its purpose. Seed is purpose for resurrection. Can we say amen? amen. However, the testimony that you'll be sharing does not so much show how strong or how smart we were, myself and my wife, during those times. Please, let's be honest, there are times that you would face mountains and trials. Foolishly, you would say, Lord, am I going to make it here? Lord, why me? Lord, why now? Is this my aim? And God has an ability sometimes to be silent when we go through certain conditions. So the Brandon says in the seven church ages, if you seed, he has prerogative upon you. Like he had on Job. And he would sometimes not owe you any explanation on what you are going through. Because God knows that he is molding character in you. Because we're living in times whereby we're living in times of uh, gifted people, powerful people, powerful speakers. But no character. Influential leaders, but the church is facing a crisis of character. God That's why the prophet says that power without character is satanic. Your gift must be protected by character. The character of Jesus Christ. We're living in days of claims and days of titles and big positions. Times of microwave apostles and microwave bishops, microwave microwave prophets, cosmetic apostles and 
Everybody's an apostle, everybody's a prophet. Interesting because when God sent a true prophet for the 20th century, they rejected him. But now, all of a sudden, everybody's a prophet and everybody's an apostle. (laughs) He says in one place, I think it's the book of Jeremiah, he says, whether they deny or they accept, but they will know that there was a prophet in the land. God bless you. So pray for us over the weekend. That God may just use us to inspire the church for that great hour of the changing of the body. Let's go to our second scripture. Proverbs chapter number six. Is that six? Now God is a God of variety. I may minister in an unusual way because I'm serving an unusual God who sent us an unusual prophet with an unusual message that we may serve him in an unusual way. However, anointing has got nothing to do with the volume of your voice. It's not how soft or how hard you speak. Anointing is his presence and supreme power and control. So we do not come here from Naisna to excite you. But we came that we we all be connected and stay connected with the supernatural. Perhaps in the past few days you've lost the connection. And be reconnected over the weekend. Men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. 6 verse 30 Proverbs 6 But if he be found he shall restore sevenfold Please say after me sevenfold Sevenfold 
It's not the Lord that is going to restore sevenfold. It's a thief that will restore sevenfold. We've come to an hour of repossessing all that we have lost. From position to authority to all the redemptive blessing. And whatever the enemy has stolen from you, this is the season for God to restore it sevenfold. Can we say sevenfold? Because we believe a sevenfold message. Seven seal message. And he shall give all the substance of his house. It's fine, let us end there. Amen. Now, one of the purposes of God sending us a prophet in the end time is for the great restoration. And one of the things that was restored to the church is Hebrews 13 verse 8. Hebrews 13 verse 8. This message came to make God a present tense reality. And unless we serve God in the present tense reality, you will only be glued in the history of the message. And in the history of our faith. It's not enough for you to have the pictures of the message. But it is very important that we know God in the present tense reality. Malachi 4 came that we may know God that he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And not only worship him for what he did and what he is going to do, but for who he is and what he is doing now. Because he came to declare that he is here now. Can we say amen? amen. And please keep in mind that one of the eternal goals of God from Christ the mystery of God revealed. He is the threefold purpose. And the threefold purpose, part of it is that God may have preeminence in the church. 
God always wanted men to be his dwelling place. Can we say preeminence? There is a lot of things in the end times that has preeminence in our lives. And we even came from an era of Nicolaitism. Whereby up to men had had preeminence upon the church. But we thank God that this message and this prize revival is going to loosen the church from all systems and isms, even from religious traditions and religious tendencies. God is loosening the church. Can we say amen? He's even loosing us from human leadership. God help us now. So, in his preeminence, our goal is God. Our goal is to be one with him. Our goal is that image of God. I'm not a teacher, but I'm only passing this way. Our goal is not only just a blessing. Our goal is the blesser. Our goal is not only a gift, but the giver. Our goal is not only things. Our goal is kingdom dominion. Our goal is not only doctrines. But our goal is Christ himself. Our goal is divine oneness restored. Where which men will speak and walk like God. Do you believe it this morning? Can we say amen? This message is going to restore and loosen us. And everything else that was trying to stand between us and that purpose is bound to fall. The title of the message today is an influence like a thinking man's filter. <laughs> we know the story of the thinking man's filter. Where which he passes a cigarette box and he says, oh, this, I'm being inspired. 
got inspired by a silly situation and whereby in the past few months you've seen a lot of campaigns. The fees must fall. <laughs> the president must fall. And this must fall. And that must fall. And uh, it dawned on me that the real one that must fall is the devil. Can you say Dagon must fall? And the ark of the Lord must stand. The ark of the Lord shall stand. And in that ark is the mercy seat. And the mercy seat is restored back into the hearts of the bride. The bride shall stand. The bride must stand. In her position. Can we say amen? Because your position is greater than your condition. I don't know what you are going through this morning. Maybe in terms of your condition. But your condition is not your conclusion. Your conclusion is in God's mind. The devil is a loser and is a liar. Your condition, your conclusion is in God's mind. Your conclusion was in God's mind from before the foundation of the You see, when God blesses you, he does not bless you now. He blesses you from before the foundation of the world in Christ. And your faith only accesses what is already done. For you. If you might be sick and we pray for you, He's not healing you now because He's a God that provides solution before a problem. Amen. He provided a prophet. Before a red sea, he provided a rod before a red sea. He's a God that gives solution to a problem before it gets started. What are you trying to say to you? I'm trying to tell you this morning that the devil is late. And whatever the enemy is bringing to you, he's late. Because God provided all from before the foundation of the world. I don't care how you feel, you may be sick. You may be sick this morning. You may be discouraged. You might be faced with this and that. But God provided the solution before that problem. Only believe all things are Amen. You say amen. So God has sent us a message. Loose us from isms, systems. Loose us from the flesh. Loose us from our past. Loose us from our background. 
loose us from the prison of the pest house. I was in a natural prison. But right here, you are also in another prison of your flesh. And if God can loose me from that prison, God will loose you from any prison you are facing Can we say amen? Amen. So, Dagon this morning, okay. let me watch my time. Dagon this morning is symbolic of any idol or any obstacle that might be between you and Christ your Savior. Any system that is out there in the world. Can we say amen? There is dispensational dagons. There is also personal dagons. Can we say amen? So this message must not only become a dispensational reality, but also it must become a personal reality. Can we say amen? Amen. So Dagon is symbolic. Dagon must fall. Uzziah must fall. Goliath must fall. Can we say amen? They must fall. Please go with me in the book of 2 Kings, chapter number 18, before I forget this. Here we're finding a very interesting situation. Whereby an inspired man of God also got inspired that there are things that must fall in his time. It's amazing how the religious spirit can creep in in any movement of God. Religious spirit. And whenever God sends a movement or a revival, it is there to deal with religious tendencies and religious spirits and religious traditions so that serving God must not become a religion but a relationship. And it's easy to slide into a religious spirit. Yes, we are no longer in the church ages. We are in the bride age. Sometimes you can find those religious tendencies even amongst us in the bride. But religious spirits must fall. It's a very interesting story, this, before we conclude with our story in the book of Samuel. Okay, let's read from one. The interesting thing is in verse 4. Now it came to pass in the third year of Hosea of Eli, king of Israel, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, the king of Judah, began to reign. And five years old when he began to reign, he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Abia, the daughter of Zechariah. 
And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. According to all David his father did. Verse 4 is the key verse in the story. Made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it and called it Nehashtan or Nehushtan. Wasusa is in the way is the parameo, what Eliza is in Ziga, Wanguma, Uesherra, Waketa, Inyora, Yetusi, Ayen Zile, Umose, Kokoba, Abantuanabara Israeli, Babeshisa in Pepokoi, Kazakwaba, Baluzus and Togo. It's a very interesting story. Because this man of God, because of the new season that they were entering into, he did something that was very controversial. He broke the grooves. And he even broke the brazen serpent. Mm. And many people were upset in the church. How can he do this? Because there's many quotes about the brazen serpent. It was established by the prophet. Moses. But you see, the problem was that. They were living in the glare of the past. The problem is that they started to idolize the brazen serpent. And they started to stagnate and stand still. Brother, God is not a monument. God is a moving God. The pillar of fire we are following is moving. Can we say amen? God is a God of movement and God is a God of seasons. They started to idolize. You can idolize your revelation. You can idolize your ministry. One of the reasons why I'm very careful to share the testimony with you because I can also idolize the prison testimony. You can idolize your pastor. With all due respect, you can idolize your church. But God does not want no idol. You see, the problem with them in this chapter was that they started to worship the brazen serpent. Can we say amen? And they could never see the progressive move of God. Do you know what they did? They put, as Brother Brenham says, a full stop in what God did. I think it's about four or five places. Where which problem when God does something in the church, or when God reveals Himself, he says one of the mistakes that the people of God will do is that they will start 
to put a full stop to what God has done. Can we say amen? Amen. And say God is doing this wonderful thing in our country. God has revealed this in our church. God is doing is a move of God. But don't limit God to that and put a full stop. yes, acknowledge God that God is revealing this and doing this. But the Bible says, put a comma because God is a God of continuity. Yes, God might be doing this in Nisner through Pastor Babes. But hey, God is bigger than Nisner. God is bigger than South Africa. Because God can be doing this in Nisner. But in Pumalanga, God may also be moving in another direction. In Congo, God may be using another man of God in another for the enhancement of the body. Can we say amen? So let's not put a full stop on it. But let's put a comma. And know that God is continuing. Can we say amen? He's a God of continuity. We should not limit Jehovah. Because God is bigger than me. God is bigger than any minister. God is bigger than our interpretation. God is bigger than our nationalities. God is bigger than our cultures. God is bigger than my God DRC. God is bigger than Ghana. God is bigger than Zimbabwe. Don't limit the unlimited God. There are times we have limited God to our revelations, doctrines and interpretations. Brazen serpents. It's time for Nehushitan to fall that Christ may stand. Can we say amen? Amen. Because the whole creation is groaning. Groaning for the manifestation of the father to sons. Oh my God. Creation is crying. Crying for the true move of God. Can we dramatize it? I can almost hear yeah, the voice of creation saying, like the disciples said, show us the fathers. Sons, show us the fathers. You have been preaching it too long. You have been explaining it too long. Show us the Father. It's time for the word to be manifested. Show us his preeminence. Show us the Father. You're showing us too much of this and too much of that. We've been seeing too much of personalities. Ah, show us the Father. And it is on the sons that can express fatherhood. Can we say amen? amen. Why the greatest position we have this morning is sonship. You may not be a deacon, 
You may not be a chorus leader. You may not be a preacher. Don't feel sorry for yourself. You've got a greatest position. And the greatest position is sonship. Son and a daughter of God. Do you believe it this morning? Why is it because the devil is under your feet? The enemy is under your feet. When you are a son, the enemy is under your feet. Do you believe it this morning? Oh, it's a very sad story. In retrospect, in reflection. It was a time of Ikabod. Whereby the church, the firefood ministry, Eli has lost vision. And the first thing that the enemy will steal from the leaders is vision. So your vision must be bigger than your church. Can we say amen? amen? Your vision should be bigger than you and your ministry. Because we are part of the body. Anyway, the first thing that the enemy stole, the Bible says there was no vision those days and the word of the Lord was scarce. And the situation was almost in a cul-de-sac. In the church. The situation was in a cul-de-sac. God help me not to forget to read two quotes here. The situation was in a cul-de-sac. Where which the enemy has attacked the fivefold ministry. The enemy attacked the pastor's children. My, it was a sad state of affairs. Watching the children of Eli. We can safely say that the church was in a state of apparent defeat. Not defeat, apparent defeat. Can we say amen? Brother, whatever we're going through, you are not defeated. Because you are fighting a battle that was won 2,000 years ago. Whatever Dagon we are facing this morning, that Dagon has an expiry date. Can we say amen? Amen. That problem has an expiry date. That sickness has an expiry date. That devil you are facing has an expiry date. A situation has an expiry date. It has a beginning and it shall have an end. But the gem of life in you has no beginning and it has got no end. Do you believe it this morning? So they were in a state of apparent defeat and the old man's eye were waxing old. Can we say amen? And there was the church. But it's amazing who changes the course of a nation's history. Listen, listen to land. It took an individual. It was not a preacher. It was not an office bearer. It was a woman called Hannah. Mm. 
are the mothers here this morning. And this woman interceded. This woman voice became a familiar voice to God Almighty. Can we say amen? She connected and she says, Lord, for the condition of the church, I, I, I'm going to have zero tolerance for this situation. And she says, Lord, enough is enough. And she said, instead of me gossiping about the pastor, and gossiping about the fivefold ministry on Facebook and WhatsApp. Let me rather gossip with this situation with heavens. Let, let me rather connect about this situation. And I don't need nobody's approval. She had a pain and she connected with Jehovah. And she says, the barrenness in the church and the barrenness in me must fall. Can we say amen? And she cried before the Lord. Mm, she says, it's enough for me just to become a casual worshiper. It's time for desperation. You see, brother, God respects desperation. Mm, God respects desperation. God respects a surrendered heart. And she said, it's time for me to be desperate. It's time for me to cry for the situation. Can we say Amen. And she says, I shall no longer be a casual worshiper anymore. Mm, those that would please God will be true worshippers. Can we say amen? But the time has come for us to stop being casual worshippers. With casual prayers. Because casual prayers produces casualties. God help us now. And she says, let me connect with the supernatural. And her prayers changed the history of the nation. And Samuel was born. Can we say amen? Can we encourage an individual here? I don't know who's sitting here barren. But my sister, your Samuel is coming. Can we say amen? I don't know what might be parent in your personal life but your Samuel is coming only believe all things are possible weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning can we say amen and there she was this woman and she couldn't until Samuel was born an interesting lesson I'm running through very fast here. And Samuel was born. Samuel was and Samuel became Samuel. a bring them in. <laughs> a bring them in are those that are born in the message. Who don't have a personal experience. Who depends on mom and dad's experience. Who sleep in the temple. <laughs> But they don't know the Lord. Who sings in the choir. Who work in the church. Because it says in chapter number 3, it says, and Samuel was sleeping in the temple, but he did not know the Lord. It is very important for us to be true witnesses to have a personal experience with God. 
and not depend on somebody else's experience and not depend on your family's experience and not depend on your father's experience who brought birth to you in the message can we say amen hey hey, that was a mistake of Moses Moses circumcised all the other sons but not these God help us now so there was Samuel sleeping in the temple, but he did not know the voice of the Lord. Now, Samuel, why the temple? But there's something alive there as a lesson of leadership to the new generation. Because it's when Samuel heard the voice of the Lord. Samuel, Samuel heard the voice of God. Samuel consulted with the elder of the time. Because despite the condition of Eli, Eli is experienced. Counsel Lord, because he knows the voice of God. Can we say amen? Amen. So Eli, so so so, so Samuel consulted with the elder. And uh, he connected with the elder and said, I'm hearing a voice here calling me. What is calling people? What meaneth thou this? Can we say amen? amen. And the elder explained. Glory to Jesus. And there was Samuel. He responded to the call. And he heard the call. But it's very strange. In the battles of Israel. Time goes on. The prophet is born. Now in this chapter we are in. They ran into trouble. Because they stopped consulting the prophet. The reason why they ran into trouble in this battle. They stop consulting the prophet. They stop consulting the tape and the voice. Amen. Can we say amen? amen? They ignored the voice in the land. God help us now. And they stop until the enemy took hostage of the church. Until Dagon caged the church. Until the Philistines captured the ark. Very strange story. How does the presence, because the ark represents the presence of the Lord, how does the presence of the Lord get stolen? How that the, the representative of God's presence gets stolen, gets captured mm. until he yes, because of Ichabod. Because the glory left the church. Brother, sister. We may at times be in denial. The 20th century was in denial. Amen. That they had everything inside. But the presence of Christ was not in the church. Can we say amen? Amen. 
And the presence of Christ was not in his position. While everything was in the church. Can we say man? You see we can be left with many paraphernalias. But lose his presence. If ever is a time for the church to pray. And say Lord bring back your glory is now. We may have everything. And lose presence. You may have you may have the scriptures and not have the word. Can we say amen? We may have doctrines and not have Christ. The supernatural and quickening power. Yes, you can walk for three days like they walked in Jerusalem and leave his presence behind and only be left with professing. Only be left with that we are the bride and we this. Because our condition must match our position. Can we say amen? Glory to Jesus. And there they were. Glory gone from the church. They call help us. That we have people in the church again. They will try and say, Lord, bring back your glory. Lord, we need quickening power. Lord, we need your presence. Can we say amen? Oh, glory to God. And there was Dagon. Sorry, there was the Philistines. War. Battle. Do you believe that you are not in a picnic? Brother, we are not in a picnic. We are on battleground. And sometimes we go on and we forget that we are in a battle. We are in a battle. We are in a battle. Every land that you must possess has giants. Do you believe this morning? We are end time possessors. But brother, you go to disempower giants. You go to dislord and dislocate principalities. Do you believe it this morning? Yes, we are an end time invisible army. Can we say amen? We are not in a picnic, but we are in a warfare. We are on better ground. And when Brother Branham shares the principles of possession, he says the land was there. But God was giving them portion by portion as they were overcoming and they were possessing the land. You possess your land. You resist your devil. You overcome to him that overcomes. Can we say amen? Oh my God, help us now. Brother heaven and eternity is not for runaway refugees spiritually. The heaven and eternity is not for runaway refugees. We are not being raptured away from responsibilities. That's why we are still here. And God is waiting on you to be an overcomer. Because the Bible says to him who overcomes 
Can we say amen? That's the promise of the end of every church age. He that overcomes. Brother, we are born and called to be overcomers. The message did not call us just to be church members. We are called to be overcomers. To him who overcomes. Not only to him who preaches. Not only to him who sings. It does not say to him who is a deacon. But to him who is an overcomer. Because it's only overcomers. Sons and daughters of God. That will pre-occupy the throne. Do you believe it this morning? Yes, we're on better ground. And brother, we are here this morning. We are here this weekend. To possess every land. To dislodge giants. And to take the spoils. We are not going to leave this world a defeated people. The pride is not going to leave this world a defeated people. Do you believe it? Before we leave Egypt, everything shall be restored. And the enemy is going to give back to you sevenfold what he took from you. I don't know what the enemy has brought for you. Maybe the enemy has robbed you your time. Maybe the enemy has robbed you your health. But Satan, give it back sevenfold. Do you believe it? Maybe the enemy has robbed you your joy. Maybe the enemy has robbed you your victory. Is there any sons and daughters of God here? Rise! Shake yourself. Walk in the revelation of your position. Walk in your manifestation. Now I feel religious. Now I feel like preaching. Walk in the revelation of your position. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. And Satan, I'm a possessor of all things. Whatever you stole from me, you're going to give it back to me. Sevenfold. Do you believe it? Maybe the devil has stolen from you your child for many years. And painful you are sitting there. Parent in your marriage. In the name of Jesus Christ, it shall be restored. Sevenfold. Because you are a believer of a seven seal message. Do you believe it? Dragons must fall. Giants must fall. Goliath must fall. Do you believe it this morning? Glory to God. So in short, because they used to walk with God, we are the church, we are the bride. Until they live, reach a, pre- a level of presuming venturing without authority <laughs> like Samson God is with me I may mess around with Delilah God is with me assumptions oh, oh, and presumptions and they presume 
They ended up being professors instead of being possessors. Can we say amen? And they still presumed that the Lord was with them. But they had the shock of a rude awakening when the ark was captured. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to say this morning, there are many things that are stolen from the bride. Church, there are many things that are stolen from the church. One of the things that the enemy has stolen, can we go back to basics? Is love and unity in the bride. One of the things that the enemy has stolen in the body of Christ is love and unity in the body of Christ. Until we don't even have a feeling for one another. We don't have a feeling for one another in the church. We don't have a feeling for we're disconnected. I don't know what it what caused it. But one of the reasons that caused that is these elite exclusive revelations that will make you to think that you are better than me and you look down on me because it's not revealed the way, oh my God. Brother Branham says my message and my attitude and my approach is to broaden the circle. And what do our revelations do? Our revelations, what they do? They're narrowing the circles. Narrow circles must fall. Divisions must fall. Yes, some of us as preachers, we are the only ones that's got the Holy Ghost. But look at the character and the attitude. This guy's attitude is stinking to have the Holy Ghost. But the problem says the deeper you go into revelation, revelation will make you humble. What revelations are these in the message that are making us to be arrogant and to look at others down because they don't see the way we see it? If that revelation is from God, it will make you to be humble and to feel for the brother that has not yet seen it. Can we say amen? These revelations must fall. They are not from the Holy Ghost. They are from our flesh. Done that, been there. We've been preaching the message for more than 25 years. I've gone through all the doctrines of the message. <laughs> One brother was trying to impress me. <laughs> trying to proselyte me on a particular revelation. I said, so I teased him. I said, you know, brother, this revelation of yours. <laughs> Do you know why? I've even believed that I was in the millennium. I'm coming from the millennium. You've not even been in the millennium. The Eastern Cape, I'm coming from the millennium. I don't even believe that we're in the millennium. I'm coming from the era whereby we believe. You you try to break with me for seven seals. I believe that we're in the 14 seals. Seals In the back side of the book. Shot. <laughs> she was in the book and at the back side of the book. 
back part of Elohim's mind. Other scenes. A lamp must come down, open them. Down there, been there, but those things have got no life. They are dividing the pride of Jesus Christ. Because all of a sudden, I walk higher than Pastor Salem. I think I'm better than him. Without him, we are nothing. Without Christ, we are nothing. These narrow circles must fall, and the pride must be won. So then if you look at this picture of this book of uh, Samuel, there you're finding the presence of the Lord. The ark represents the word. Our pastors are ark bearers. Our pastors are burden bearers. That's why you need to pray and support your pastor. Because sometimes you feel that it's unfair in this one little problem where he's carrying many other burdens. Can we say about the ark got stolen? Mm, I got stolen. And we say many things are stolen in the church. Glory is stolen in the church. Moses says, after Moses has seen the pillar of fire, and after Moses has seen signs and wonders, he goes, he says, Lord, graduate me. I want to see your glory. Lord, I want to see your glory. Do not be satisfied with the level that you are in. Go deeper, go higher. So we sing the status of a church like Adam's race after Genesis chapter 3. Because Adam's race race in Genesis chapter 3, we see Adam's race with stolen authority. Stolen book. Stolen image. Until Adam's race is hostage. Dislocated from the position. Can we say amen? That's why your victory is in your position. Until Adam's race lives in fear. And Abraham says the greatest curse in the church is fear. And this message came to take away fear from the people. That's why human leadership, you, you lead people by fear. Can we say amen? But Christ's leadership, there is no fear but only love. And perfect love. Do you believe it this morning? This message came to take away fear. Amen. That it's not about your works. It's not about what you do or what you do not do. It's not about your plus and minuses. It's about what Christ has done for you. Can we say amen? Amen. It is not only even your love for God, but it is God's love for you. Because he loves you first and he chose you first. Can we say amen? That's why at times, when you're faced with situations, and you don't understand, and you have no answers, rise spiritual at your feet, and say, Lord, 
I never applied to be a son. I never applied to be a preacher. I never applied to be a prophet or an apostle. I never applied to be a pastor. You called me. You placed me. And you are going to take me through. Lord, if you don't intervene, my reputation is not at stake. Your reputation is at stake. Do you believe it this morning? You never called yourself. He called you. You never came on your own. He pulled you. Sometimes you don't feel like coming to church. But something pulls you. There is a pull. Sometimes there's people here that you cannot stand. But a gem seed of life pushes you to church again. In you, is a birthright that says you don't belong here but you belong in the bride do you believe in this morning you never called yourself he called you he will see you through no matter what you are going through God is with you no matter how you feel God is with you I don't care how many enemies you have greater is he that is in you than the one that's in the world I don't care how many people are against your ministry or against your church he called you he's with you he shall not leave you he shall not forsake you he called you he's with you that's what he said to that mighty man of valor that was in the wine press that was fearful and he says he says what? What? He says, if you are with us, Lord, where are all the miracles? Where are all the signs? And the angel says, mighty man of valor, God is with you. You may not feel like that. The conditions may deny that. But that said the Lord. God is with you. Can we say amen? I don't care what you're going through. That sickness is not greater than your God. God is with you. I don't care who's against this convention. God is with you. God is here. Do you believe it? He is here right now. He can touch you. There is an invisible hand that is touching you now. I don't have to lay my hand on you. He's touching you now. Do you feel the pool? He is here now. That angel is here. The pillar of fire is here. Do you believe it? God is with you. I don't know what you're going through in your marriage. Maybe peace is stolen in your marriage. But God is with you. God is with you. Conditions make deny. But God is with you. Do you believe it this morning? Amen. Gordons must fall. <laughs> Dagons must fall. And oh my God. We are seeing a situation. Whereby they're after. 
two questions I'm going to read. Brother Brenham says, you know the story once more. He says, there was a time where Dagon, when they captured and they took Samson out of his position, they had a feast. They had a feast on the Dagon God. They were having a feast and celebrating the fish God Dagon. They had a celebration that we have captured the man of God. We've captured the church. We've captured the son. He's left his position. And he did not have no eyes. You remember the story? They said, we've captured him. They made a celebration. And brother, but let me tell you something. I've got good news for you. The devil's party is about to be over. Can you say amen? The enemy's party has an expiry date. The devil's party in your children, the devil's party in the church, the devil's party in your marriage, the devil's party to you personally is about to be over. Can we say amen? The devil's party in the internet against the message is one of these those over. Do you believe it this morning? Let them mock let them laugh let them celebrate the fish God brother God watch when God breaks his silence watch when God intervenes oh my God I sat for seven years in a prison cell not knowing when is God going to answer I prayed God was quiet I sought his face God was quiet until I thought God has forgotten about me but I was mistaken because at the right time and at the perfect time God broke his silence this morning, this weekend, God is about to break his silence in your condition, in your situation. He is here to break the silence. And God broke the silence. And they never saw that his hair were growing. And God intervened. And when he breaks the silence, when he intervenes, the lame will walk. When God breaks the silence, graves will open. When God breaks the silence, the blind will see. When God breaks the silence, the parent will keep back. Do you believe it? They that know their God will do exploits. Do you believe it this morning? They must fall. But it is all happening under the inspiration of a third pool. Amen. And let me remind you something about the third pool. You know the third pool? Sometimes we, we, we can be technical. Uh, we don't need this, we don't need that. Because first pool, second pool. Brother Benham says, the third pool is the same first and second pool, just an octave higher. Sometimes we give the Pentecostals glory they don't even deserve. They even stole the first and second pool from William Brennan. Can we say amen? So there they were, God intervened. 
break the silence. Now it is interesting as we are heading to summarize that they capture the ark, capture the presence, rather there is teachings Revelations that we've taught that have strangled the presence of the Lord in the church. There's revelations that we've had in the message that has brought so much tradition. Can we say amen? Amen. Until we forgot about grace, we thought it was about the law. And we thought this message was law. Can we say amen? Amen. There's so much teachings that we brought in the message. Uh, Until the presence of God was strangled. Amen. Amen. Let me just go through one. There was a time I used to preach, I preached. Because he's here. And because the headship is here. The open book. Perusia is here. Perusia. Perusia is here. You don't even need to worship. Because worship is a female spirit of the seven church ages. You see, we've gone so deep until we even go above scripture. You don't need to worship because worship is the spirit of female spirit in the seven churches. We are in the bride, we are in the groom spirit. So you don't even have to worship until we have scientific services. And I'm not saying that we should stand there and emotionalize one another. Because Hollywood evangelism is the one that sensationalizes you, sensationalize you without substance. But in fact, we brought all those sorts of isms until the Holy Spirit and his presence was strangled in the church. The ark was captured. You see, we should be careful that we don't go so deeper and so above this until we become above the scripture. Psalms 22, it says, he inhabits the praises of Israel. Can we say amen? He dwells in the praises of Israel. In eternity, we are not going to teach and preach. We are just going to worship. The many things have strangled the presence of the Lord. In Until we have scientific services and religious meetings. But brother, time for religious meetings is over. That's why I'm not standing here to sermonize you. I'm not standing here to bring sermons. Because outside there, there is best people that can bring sermons. But this message brought life to the bride. Do you believe it? Glory to God. Until we strangle his presence. But I love when God intervened. Are captured. And they tried to make a competition between the ark and Dagon. Amen. Amen. Ark here, Dagon here. And there was ark. Brother, the following morning, they woke up, Dagon fell. 
and they had to help the idol. They had to help and pick up the idol. But our God does not need your help or my help. Can we say amen? He's not a historical God, he's a present tense God. Brother, they had to lift him up and put him back in his place. Brother, God will disgrace your enemies. God will disgrace them. Because the following day, he raised the standards. And do you know what happened? He did not only fall. His head was chopped and his hands was chopped. Can we say amen? The time has come for you to read the obituary of the enemy as a son and a daughter of God and say, Satan, I will chop your head. I will feed your head, you Goliath, to the birth of the air. Do we believe in this morning? Glory to God. When David was standing before um, Goliath, Goliath says, Goliath, sorry, David says, I, Goliath, you must fall. When everybody was exalting and just looking at the picture and the size of Goliath and the talk of the church was the size of Goliath. Be careful not to exalt the enemy so above Christ. Some of us knows more about the enemy than we know of God. Be careful not to over exalt your problem because greater is he that is in you than your enemy. When everybody was exalting some of the things we fear fundis, they don't even need to be fearful in our communities one of the things we fear is witches. 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 We should be careful because if we are enemy conscious and demon conscious, we will lose the value of Christ. Right. Take this one. Many times our people are coming, they would fear more a witch than. Let me ask you a question. Who do you fear between a witch and a scientist? Because you witch, you fear which was a witch can fly. But you know a scientist that fly higher than witches. They went to the moon. But we don't fear scientists. <laughs> you see, if you put too much emphasis on the enemy, we will produce schizophrenic believers. Can we say amen? Amen. But David came along. And David says everybody's describing the size of his fingers. The size of his feet. Like before they enter, they, they, they said the giants are too big. The giants are too big. There's many giants even in the internet. But our talk should not be about the giants. But we should focus on the promise. And David says, I'm not going to emphasize and look on the size of a giant. But I'm going to look at the promise. Because my promise is the throne. My promise is the position in the throne. And David started to prophesy on the enemy. 
Estelle. Brother, we've been eating the seven sealed book too long. The time has come for you to speak the word. Back to the enemy. Answer the enemy. Speak the word. Back to the devil. The time has come for us to stand toe to toe with the enemy and spell the enemy's obituary. Do you believe it this morning? David stood and David said, You come to me in the spear of your worship. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. And I'm going to feed your head to the fall of the air. David prophesied. Prophesy upon your problem. Prophesy upon your condition. You speak to your mouth. Speak to your mountain. Speak to your condition. And they will obey the word. Can we say amen? Amen. And there was David, and David says, Goliath has fallen. And what happened? Goliath fell. Cut his head. And fell. Can we say amen? Amen. And there we are this morning. Sing again the church. Amen. Amen. God intervening. We don't have to fight for God. We don't have to defend God. God will defend Himself. The Word will defend itself. Because we believe in a vindicated message. She will say, Amen. It will speak of itself. Glory to God. And there it was, and God was fighting for Himself. And Brother Brenham says here, He says, When they captured the ark, he says, they kept the ark. But then Dagon fell. And Dagon fell. Brahman says, it was the hottest thing they had in their hands. It was the hottest thing they had in their hands. It was to have the ark of the Lord. Until that ark left place. And they decided to transport that from Ashdod over to another city. Whatever the devil has stolen from you this morning, it will become the hottest thing in the enemy's hands. And the enemy will bring it back on silver tray to you. Can we say amen? Amen. Your blessing will locate you. Your healing will locate you. Like it did to the Mississippi woman. The Mississippi woman stood on one scripture and found this. She stood on one scripture. One identification. She says, I am the Shunammite woman. There is the God of Elijah. And that woman's prayer was like the prayer of Hannah. It's a prayer that disturbed the scientific conditions of a time. It's a prayer that disturbed many great appointments that were in the praying of the prophet. One prayer from the woman in her position because she stood on the word. And that woman says, I am the Shunammite woman. Where is your Elijah? Can we say amen? Amen. 
And that one prayer alone cause her blessing, cause a healing of her son to locate her. Do you believe it this morning? So it came down from a plane. And the spirit says, go this direction. Stop here. Move this way. Stop here. Move this way. Because there was a pool from somebody's prayer. There was a pool from another sister, Hetty, who was in Mississippi. And that woman stood on scriptural identity. And she stood on the word. Father, the time has come for us to stand on the word. Stand your ground. No matter what the enemy brings to shake Stand your ground. Stand on the word. And after she did that, the voice of the Lord leads for the blame this way. And it leads in this way. Until the supernatural located her. But I'm standing here this morning to decree like a king. Because it's only kings that could decree in the Bible. To decree like a king. That whatever you're going through, your supernatural solution will locate you in this meeting. And God is here to wipe your tears. God is here to answer your prayer. Glory to Jesus. And there she was. And God intervened. And that woman has a deed on Hannah. Glory to Jesus. So when Dagon was falling, they said, this is the hottest thing. We must take it back to the church. People say, man. Amen. So many things that must fall in the end time. Many idols that must fall. Sometimes we have personal idols. Sometimes we have family idols. Can we say amen? Whatever you exalt and you spend time on above Christ, it's an idol. Nothing between me and my Savior. If you spend more time on the internet, nothing wrong with the internet. If you spend more time on the internet and you spend time with Christ, that's an idol that even must fall. Whatever you spend time on, whatever you exalt above Christ, if you're a true seed, God is going to break it. God is going to make sure that it falls. So dagons must fall. Habits must fall. Strongholds must fall. Do you believe it this morning? It must fall. When they fall, then God you believe it this morning because God's voice is the final voice the enemy's voice is not the final voice in your life you believe it this morning the enemy's voice is not the final voice in your life the doctor's voice is not the final voice in your life no matter what the doctors said no matter what the lawyers have said but the voice that is the final voice is the voice of Jesus Christ. 
So idols must fall. Very interesting to look at one last idol before we close. The book of Isaiah chapter 6. One Isaiah, no, no, we don't have to look at it, we know the story. But Abraham preaches influence out of it. He preaches influence out of it. Isaiah's influence must fall. For us to see Christ as he is. It's interesting because Uzziah influence was not an ungodly influence to Isaiah. Can we say amen? Amen. Hosea's influence left Isaiah not being able to transcend him and see God on his own. He only saw God in the spectacles of Uzziah. He only saw God in the prophet and the interpretations of Uzziah. Until he took all the styles of Uzziah. Until he walked like Uzziah. <laughs> Until he preached like Uzziah. Until he did things like Uzziah. That's why he says when Uzziah died, then I started to see God as he is. Now, there are many Uzziahs in our lives that must fall. Because our experiences are only tied to them. And to the interpretation of their own experience. Brother, we have sometimes taken it too far. Please don't get me wrong here. Amen. Your pastor will see you through, yes. But no pastor is a husband of a church. It's a very dangerous teaching to say that a pastor is a husband of a church. It leaves a very dangerous gap because you can almost make men seed to be injected in the womb of the bride. One leader took it far until all the unmarried sisters he had access to sleep with them because the pastor is the husband of the church. God help us. We can say that symbolically, but we should be careful. Can we say amen? Uzziah's must fall. Can we say amen? And when Uzziah falls, we will see the Lord as he is. Can we say amen? Amen. We'll see the Lord as he is. Let me tell you that story before we close. Very interesting story. Of a positional victory. They say it was in those old movies of Rocky. They say that uh, these two boxes, they boxed. They boxed. They boxed. After they boxed, boxed, both of them fell at the eighth round. And both of them fell. And the other one did not see that the other one fell. But they were so worn out and down and out. And this one fell and the other one fell. And after they both fell, but the trainer of one 
was the champion. He was the title holder, belt holder. Do you believe that you are a belt holder this morning? Do you believe that you are an overcomer? Can we say amen? We are not here to fight to win devils. We are not necessarily here to fight to overcome devils. The devil was already overcome 2,000 years. We are only resisting the devil to maintain the victory. Do you believe it We are only maintaining our victory that was won 2,000 years ago. So there was a champion, but the champion had a very strong challenge. And he never expected Mfundis. And he fought and he fought. And there he was falling on the eighth round. And there, the trainer in the corner, the voice of a trainer in the corner, shouted, and he said, Rocky, stand. Rocky, stand. And the referee Mfundis was counting. According to the games, rules of the game, while they are both fallen, the one that stands wins the fight. Glory to God. The one that stands wins the fight because the other one is still down. And then the, 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 the voice of the trainer says, Rocky, do me a favor, stand. And this, this boxer says he was finished. He was bruised. He was tired. And he thought, physical on my strength, I cannot stand. I'm finished. But he says, that voice inspired me. To a voice that is inspiring you he says a voice inspired me to stand oh my god Ephesians chapter 6 stand my brother storms may come stand preacher men stand young men stand mother stand in your position and the voice was saying stand and he said I took a chance and he thought why must he stand because maybe the other guy is standing and then he stood up bruised and tired broken and when he stood the referee was about to finish the counting he was finishing eight nine ten and when he said 10, ten, this other boxer was standing. And he won the fight. Just only by standing. Glory to Jesus. Brother. Brother, Void. because sometimes the enemy has hit you so low and he's beat you so hard and you feel like giving up. But you don't know that the enemy is falling. The devil is down. Two thousand years, the enemy was defeated. You are fighting a defeated enemy. Do you believe it this morning? The enemy is only laying down. He's only a Scarecrow. He's scaring you by symptoms. He's scaring you by fear. I don't care what about which is operate on fear. Do you believe this morning? But they are down. Dagon is already down. The only thing that you need to do stand in your position. Stand in the world. Stand in Christ. 
Stand this morning. Because Dagon is down. Goliath is down. Usia is down. The enemy is down. My sister stand. My brother stand. No matter what you're going through, stand in your position. Do you believe it this morning? Do not be shaken. Do not be moved. Only stand. Only believe. All things are possible. Stand this morning. Your enemy is already down. The devil's part is over. Do you believe in Funisi? The handwriting is on the wall. So the enemy. That cancer must fall. That sugar diabetes must fall. That condition must fall. Do you believe it this morning? That cycle must fall. That spell must fall. That dry spell must fall. And because it is fallen, only stand in the position of who you are in Christ Jesus. The dragons must fall and the mercy seat must stand the bride must stand Christ in the bride is standing it's the bride coming of Christ do you believe this morning we are tearing down the altars of Dagon we are tearing down the altars of Baal. We are tearing down the altars of failure. Because greater is he that is here. Greater than Pharaoh is here. A greater than Dagon is here. A greater than your sickness is here. A greater than Solomon is here. A greater than Moses is here. The greater one is here this morning. Can we say amen? amen. Only stand in your position and enforce your redemptive rights. Enforce your redemptive rights. In the message bright tree, you see there's times of waiting, times of begging, but then there's times and a season of what of enforcing. So, you know what is a season of enforcing? It's a season of taking back. Satan, whatever you've taken from me, give it back to me. Give it back to me sevenfold. We don't beg no enemy now. Amen. No negotiation. Give me my mountain. Do you believe it this morning? It's a time for us to enforce. Jericho walls must fall. Can we say amen? For seven days, we have been moving around the walls of Jericho under the silence of the seventh sea. We've been moving around the mountain under the silence of the seventh sea because that's our position. Glory to Jesus. But the seventh day has come. The seventh chamber is here. The seventh season is here. What does the word of the Lord say? 
shout for the walls to fall. There was a season of silence. There was a season of waiting on the Lord. But now it's a season for you to rise and shout that the walls of Jericho may fall. The Jericho walls may fall. Those family walls may fall. The audition walls may fall. Whatever walls that are facing you here, they must fall because a seventh trumpet is blown. Do you believe in this morning? The seventh seal is open. We are shouting our position back to the devil. And those walls must fall as we stand to our feet this morning. Do we love him? Glory to God. And you may be here with a Dagon of complex. David was set back. Mm, I don't know what that cloud is facing you. But the Dagon must fall. say, man, you might be here as a visitor. I like Mfundisi in every meeting. Not to forget, maybe if there's one or two visitors, just to remind them that there is a living Christ. There is a hiding place. The world outside there is not safe. There is a hiding place in Jesus Christ. You may know him this morning. Because it's Easter and the power of his resurrection. Do you believe that he's here this morning? Do you believe that he's here to fight your battles? Do you believe that he's here to be your overcomer? It's not even your faith, it's the face of Jesus Christ. It's not your victory, it's the victory of Jesus Christ. Do you believe this morning? You're only standing here to enforce the victory that was already won. Do you believe? Let's close our eyes. Mighty warrior, Raise 
close your hands and say, Lord, let my daggers fall on you today. Ready, battle. Ready, battle, Jehovah. Let's sing it for the last time now. Mighty warrior. Yes. Come and worship him now. Just open your mouth. Just open your mouth. Just in your own simple way and say, Lord, I've heard you speaking to me this morning. I've heard your word, Lord. Searching my heart and searching my life. Father, reconnect me this morning back to that position. Yes, Lord. To that realm where all things are possible. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. Siabonga Jehovah for Izulako. We thank you, Father, for the restored word, Lord. Restored promised word. We thank you, Father, for the restored promises of God. Lord, our eyes are upon thee this morning. Our eyes are upon those promises. While the battle is raging, Lord. Brother Branham says in the message, second miracle. He says, God is raising the standard. And I see the enemy dashing. Father, we know that the enemy is dashing because God is raising the standard in these last days. While the enemy is coming against the church, coming against families, coming against individuals, coming against the bride, the message. Father, there's a flood, but you are raising the standard. And Dagons and giants are falling, Lord. May we this morning walk in the manifestation of our revelations. Help us all. Bless his meetings. As we proceed, Father. Mighty warrior. Mighty warrior. Ready, battle. Tell your neighbor that God must fall. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Ah, it's wonderful. Just a round of applause. Uh, Pastor Babe says, uh, started the engine. Amen. Our plane is in the runaway. In desire to my say so so. Amen. Uh, Pastor Salem is busy brushing up his pilot license. Amen. Second service, we are with Pastor Salem. Amen. They will run the relay. How many love is God's servants? Let's give them a round of applause. Amen. If you meet them in the passage, just tell them that we appreciate them. Amen. It's not only the pastor, it's all of us that appreciate Amen. Amen. I don't know from Tobias that will ever help me. There is power in the name of Jesus. And there is an army that is rising. As the dragons are falling, there is an army rising. Amen. And then Brother Philip, you just come and wrap up the prayer for us. So that we go for our interval. There is power, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus.
lunch with you. You just walk across the street to the tabernacle yard. And just relax there and enjoy your meal. But if you want to eat here, you can sit there and order the will serve you. Do we agree? God bless you richly. Is there a song that you can uh, get for us so that we sing on our way out? They will dismiss you row by row. After this song, you may take your seat. But let it be a jubilant song. Uh, does it look like Dagon has fallen? I hope his heart, his head is even cut off. His uh, hands are cut off. He, he must fall and must fall hard. Amen. Sing it for us. Thank you. 